What will the climate of your retirement be? Did you prepare? Do you have a plan? Are you in for a storm of volatility, worry, even panic, and living with the fear of outliving your money? Or did you establish a relationship with a financial advisor who is a retirement planning specialist? It's never too late. Then it's sunny skies and warm temps for you year-round in your retirement. Contact Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. The summer was mostly calm in the markets. Now, pre-retirees and retirees are saying they're worried over a future market crash. On today's show, some ideas to help safeguard your retirement. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee, but we have got Lance Gilman sitting in today. Always good to talk to you, Lance. Uh, Lance is an investment advisor representative at Frisbee & Associates. He's a retired lieutenant colonel. He's got 20 years in the Army as a combat veteran. Uh, Lance is a specialist in federal employee retirement. Uh, you're also a bit of a, an expert, if you will, on, on Social Security. You talk to people around the country. Uh, hi, Lance, as always. Nice to talk to you. Hey, Steve, it's a pleasure. And uh, so you, um, again, you know, when you're talking about, uh, you know, the, the future market crash and, and so, I mean, you're around people every day that are getting close to retirement. What are they saying? What are they feeling right now? Yeah, I think there there is a lot of speculation out there. Of course, there's been speculation since 2000, the last market crash in 2008. And I think that it, it does seem, obviously, that there is a lot of volatility in the markets right now. However, you know, week after week, we still seemingly getting to higher price points with the markets. Sure. And, and again, what do you attribute that to? I mean, is, it's just, I guess, just the market does what the market does? Exactly. The market is going to do what the market's going to do. And, you know, one of the greatest pieces of advice that we always have with with any of our clients is to stay the course with their investment strategies. Trying to time the market is ultimately very, very difficult. A lot of people after 2008, especially, you know, we talked in the beginning about the, the potential for a market drop. Well, in 2008, the market did drop and it dropped anywhere between 37.5 to 56.5%. And if somebody was just on the fringe of their retirement at that point, that was a little scary. Absolutely. And you talk about returning to the course and, and uh, do you find that people right now are saying, hey, I just want to go in cash? And, and is that a good idea right now? Yeah, there there is a lot of that. A lot of a lot of people are saying, well, maybe it would be better to just pull everything out and kind of um, just wait it out and see what happens. And and unfortunately, that's what a lot of people did in two thousand eight. Is they pulled their money, and you know, especially when the market dropped 35, 40, 45, 50%. Once it crossed fifty, a lot of people said, "That's it. Um, I'm I've lost half my retirement savings." 
Uh, I'm not going to lose any more. That's scary if you think about it, right, oh Steve? Gosh, I mean, you've yeah. lost half of your retirement funds. And if you were just on the periphery of your retirement at that point, you know, that's half your money. The, the scary part about it is, Steve, we don't know where the floor is. And, you know, ironically, the floor was another probably six, six and a half, seven percent down around 56, 57 and a half percent. And then it started to turn around. And unfortunately, because people were so gun shy at that point, guess what they did? They pulled their money. They stayed right on the sidelines. Yeah. They stayed, uh, they stayed out and they missed one of the greatest, if not the greatest, bull market runs in history. So the idea to try to time the market to try to get into safety is not always a good one. Right. Okay. Well, that's good to know, folks. If you want to get a head start, uh, 800-998-5649. So how do we protect ourselves? What can we do to make sure that at least some of our money is safe? Well, one of the things that we do, Steve, of course, as you know, um, hosting the show for these many, many years now is we manage funds tactically, which is quite a bit different than what people are used to in employer sponsored plans or maybe even working in mutual funds, which is in an employer sponsored plan. A lot of times what they do is they give you a certain number of choices, usually minimal and some target date funds. And those target date funds are really when do you want to retire? So if somebody wants to retire in 2030, then those those target retirement date funds are going to be less conservative than somebody retiring in 2025. And so they, they adjust, but only adjust by year groups, not necessarily what's going on in the market. So that's called passive investment. It's kind of a buy and hold strategy. And what happens with the buy and hold strategies, the passive strategies, is you kind of get the full brunt of the up and the full brunt of the down of the market versus tactically. Tactically managed funds, somebody's looking at your funds every minute that the market is open. That's how we manage funds. We have a whole division of our company that's specifically designed to only monitor funds. They're not on the phones. They're not talking with clients. They're monitoring the funds. And if they see something on their indicators that they don't like, they start to move to safety. And that, for our clientele anyway, that gives them a lot of peace of mind to know, number one, somebody's watching the funds, but number two, that they're going to they're going to move to safety and protect those funds in the event of a major market downturn. But on the flip side of that, as things begin to get normal, because they're active management and because they're 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 reactive, you know, not not passive. Right. Uh, they're going to sure. get you back into the market at, at the best time to, uh, you know, make, to make the most. Right. I mean, buy low, right. sell high. Right. Right. That's exactly right. It's it's opportunity on the upside, competitive opportunity on the upside, but also protection on the downside, which most most employer sponsor plans, most mutual funds do not offer that downside protection. And most most all of our plans, especially for those that most of our clientele are 55 plus although we are picking up some children and grandchildren now. I have my my youngest client now at 12 years old, so that's kind of exciting. <laughs> that's great. Got to meet with him every year. Yeah, um, well, it's going to be a long haul. So, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long haul, but that's great. Um, he, and he listens. Um, he's interested. But, you know, most of our clients are, are 55 plus. And so what that means is that they're they're interested in a competitive upside. But if you, if you press them and said, 
If you had to choose between the two, would you rather be trying to hit it out of the park or protecting what you have? And 99 out of 100 are going to say, I want, I want protection. I don't really want to experience uh, another 2007, 2008 with my funds. Thank you very much. Exactly. But, you know, on that, <laughs> along those lines, when you talk about protect, protection, you know, there are opportunities for you to, you know, to take part in some of the upside and not really have any downside. Yeah, there are products out there um, that actually are in the fixed market, for sure, Steve. That And we do uh, a little bit of volume related to fixed indexed annuities. Um, but it's a, it's a specific conversation where people say, listen, I, I just want to have a competitive upside. You know, somewhere between 45 to 6% would be great as compared to what? What you'd find, like, say right now in your bank account in, or a money market um, at what, 0.3% or something like that? It's, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, and so the fixed market does offer that. It offers a competitive upside with virtually zero risk. All right. Well, I mean, that that sounds good to me. <laughs> so let's talk yeah. about inflation for a second before we run out of time in sure. this segment. I mean, it's obviously higher than it's been in many, many years, and, and we're seeing it. We're living it. Are people reacting to it? And, and if so, how? Yeah, inflation is another, I would say, probably even um, of greater concern of right now, anyway, um, to a market pullback. I'm hearing that all the time from clients that we're talking to, to just doing reviews uh, who are now on a fixed income per se to those who are trying to transition into retirement. And so you're talking about gas prices, you know, pumps are getting up to $4 and more in some places. And actually even more complaints are coming from the the price of food right now. Crazy. Absolutely. And uh, so how do we react to that from a, you know, from a fixed income standpoint? Obviously, if you've got a plan or or you're planning to retire, you've got to you got to go in and tweak that accordingly, don't you? Right. So we have to know where the income sources are coming from. A lot of times um many firms use a rule a 4% rule. I don't know if you've heard of that before, sure, but yeah. mm-hmm. The idea is you could take 4% of your portfolio savings and by just taking 4%, then you can basically live off the interest alone and not really kind of weigh in or touch the principal whatsoever. We use a 6% rule just because we have better money managers. So even that 2% difference, believe it or not, can be significant. Um, you know, if you're talking about a $500,000 portfolio, just hypothetically to keep the numbers easy, well, 6% of 500000 you know, you're talking about $30,000 a year, that's $2,500 a month. In addition to whatever else you have going on, well, maybe you've got your Social Security, you're drawing that, which is supposed to get a 5.9% bump this year because of inflation. Um, and maybe you have a pension, whatever your income sources are, that extra 6% off of your principal is pretty huge. And that for sure is a way to hedge against inflation. All right. Well, I like the sound of that. And on that note, let's toss it over to Kevin and, and uh, see if we can get some folks to get on, the, get on the phone and set an appointment for you. That sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, 
we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, here it is. This is it. A great opportunity for you to come on in, sit down, put that financial roadmap together. Lance is there for you. He understands. He can take that complex financial world and just turn it into something that makes sense. It's a practical financial review. So if you're listening, then give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. You heard, Kevin, the next 10 callers right now get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find you've got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Call right away, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Quick break for us. We're coming right back, though. We've got more Financial Safari with Lance Gilman coming right up. When we come back, we'll outline some strategies that can help you have a secure, mostly tax-free retirement. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater in New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Money, money. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent. But it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. Hold on to them, though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. back on Financial Safari. Lance Gilman sitting in with uh, for Kevin Frisbee today. Uh, Lance, of course, an investment advisor representative at Frisbee & Associates. You've been there for quite a while at this point, haven't you, Lance? Oh, yeah. 
Love it. Yeah. And we've it, been, um, Kevin and I have been working together, I think, since uh, 2014. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, and the, you know, the thing is, is what I, what I think Kevin has put together at Frisbee and Associates is, is, you know, people each have sort of a subset or a subset of, of skills and yours happens to be in, in federal employee retirement as mm-hmm. well as social security, which again, not right. all, not all advisory firms offer those kinds of services. Right. No, we actually, one of the hallmarks of the firm is that we're, we're comprehensive financial planners. So we're not going to just talk about the portfolio, for instance, though that's important. And we have some fantastic money managers that would go to toe with anybody, certainly locally, but they're kind of at a national Fisher level of fund performance. But if you're just talking about the portfolio, you're missing a large piece of comprehensive wealth management, which would entail budget planning and tax considerations, social security, main state retirement planning, which is another uh, hallmark of our firm, just handling some of the main state retirees, Uh, long-term care, risk management, tax considerations, and legal and estate planning. Those are all of the components that comprise a comprehensive financial plan. And any one of those particular pieces of the pie could decimate a portfolio. That's why we cover all of those things, Steve. Right. Well, and again, you got my attention when you did the tease there where you talk about a uh, mostly tax-free retirement. Okay, sign me up. <laughs> but that doesn't <laughs> Right. But that doesn't happen by accident and and um, no. you know, so let's talk about I mean, well, a lot of us have a 401k. There's about 60 million of us that have a 401k, but um sure. if you don't have one, I mean, there are some ways that you can, you know, create things that are a little more tax-friendly. Yes, for sure. Um, a couple of the the strategies that have come out recently and getting some traction are HSA accounts, uh, the health savings accounts. Now, the thing with the HSA accounts, you have to have a high deductible health plan in order right. to contribute. But the beauty about the HSA, which a, a lot of people don't really know about the, the health savings accounts, is that uh, contributions are tax deductible. So just like contributing to your 401k or to an IRA, you can take contributions to an HSA off the table from taxation. That's fantastic. The other piece of, yeah, that's a huge thing, right? That's a big deal. Um, the other Huge thing about the HSA, which is much different than other um, tax advantage products, is that when you take those funds out, provided you're spending them on medical reasons, and so for most people, uh, and and the medical reasons are fairly liberal, by the way, they're not just... For medical appointments necessarily you, you can actually they're they're much more liberal in terms of what you can do with those funds as long as there's a medical reason for the purchase then you can use those monies for that but the beauty of it is that the withdrawals for those medical spec- expenses are tax-free so you know that's a huge deal so it's tax deductible going in that comes out tax free and I think this is Boom. the piece that that a lot of people don't realize Lance is they that, don't get it well and but that you can invest that money inside the HSA and even the growth is tax free and that's something that you can help us with if we have an HSA or maybe we need to open an HSA and start to put that to work I mean that's a win-win-win 
Totally. And a lot of the original HSAs were very limited in terms of the choices. And now many HSAs have quite a few choices, similar to like your 401k, for instance, Mm -hmm. that you had mentioned earlier, Steve. So you have a lot more choices. In fact, I was just speaking with a client yesterday that was in this exact same situation. Um, She has been contributing to an HSA and they've now changed the investment choices for her. So she asked if if she could get some help choosing those because she really wasn't sure with the different choices that were afforded to her. So absolutely, we can help to do that, Steve. 800-998-5649 if you're interested. Uh, give us a call. And uh, the other big one, and we talk about this all the time, Lance, and that's the Roth IRA. And, and what kind of a fantastic tool mm-hmm. is that for retirement? Yeah, so that is, uh, I've been kind of hailing this on the show, not only our our radio, but also our TV programs um, for many months now. And it is the vehicle of choice for investments because once you put the money into the Roth chassis, you're never taxed again, even on the gains forever. So let's go back to our original discussion when we started this particular section of the show. We were talking about 401ks. That's pre-tax money. Let's say you pass and you leave that pre-tax money, whether that's in a 401k or an IRA, to a non-surviving spouse. So let's say your children. They changed the rules some time ago with the passage of the SECURE Act, it used to be when your child received those pre-tax monies, they could stretch it over the course of their lifetimes. So let's say they were 30 years old. Well, they could stretch that from 30 to whatever their life expectancy was, which is was probably in their 80s. So 50 some odd plus years, they could stretch that tax deferred gains over the course of another lifetime. Well, with the passage of the SECURE Act, they said, no, 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 no. We don't like that anymore. So in the fall of 2019, they said, we're not going to allow you to do that anymore. In fact, we're going we're gonna to grossly restrict that down to only 10 years. So now, instead of like when your son or daughter receives that IRA at 30, when their income is pretty good, now let's say it's 100 or 200,000. Now they have to take that money out of that chassis and therefore be taxed on it in a 10-year window. And they can either do it systematically or they can wait a full 10 years. And at the end of that 10-year period, they have to take all of the money out. And at that point, who knows what it's going to be, sure. 350, 400,000, and their taxes could be astronomical. So that's where this Roth idea comes in. Because if you think about it, now instead of them inheriting the 401k or the IRA, pre-tax, now they inherit the Roth. Think about the power of that for just a second. Now that that money, let's say it's 200000 is in a Roth chassis. They still have to take that money out, Steve, in that same 10-year window. But how much tax implication do they have when they do that? Zero. Zero. <laughs> zero tax implications. Zero. Got a zero. Lot that's when they when the zero becomes the hero. Yes, right? exactly. Zero tax implications. And so that is a huge legacy planning tool. 
So that's the power of that Roth. Well, and again, you were talking about the stretch IRA and, and the elimination of that. I mean, people up until now ha- have relied on that for generational yeah. wealth, I mean, to pass it on. Sure. So the Roth is the other, sure. uh, the other way around it. It's not really around that it. It's just, a, it's just a smarter way to take care of your money. Well, it is, especially if you're thinking about legacy planning for your kids or your grandkids. Imagine them receiving that money. Well, either way, I mean, they're going to be, they'll be content to receive a hundred or two hundred thousand dollars. But think about receiving a hundred or two hundred thousand with no tax implications. Sign me That's up. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that really so is ve- a way very for- important though. Very important though for this one, Steve, and I, I do have to mention it because we're coming into December here. So we're in the last month of 2021. Yes. And so to to contribute to a Roth, you have basically until you file your taxes and you can contribute up to $7,000 per year if you're over 50, which is for most of our listeners. But one thing that's different that people don't realize is you can actually take money that is in a current IRA and convert it. You're not contributing, you're converting. And it is limitless limitless. So you can take as much money you want out that you want out of your IRA pre-tax money and convert it to a Roth. Now, how do you do that? Well, you have to do it before the end of the year, for the end of the calendar year, and you have to pay taxes on any amount you convert. But there are no limits currently anyway to the amount you can convert and get it into that post-tax bucket indefinitely. Sure. Powerful, powerful stuff. Very much so. And folks, if that's of interest to you, now would be the time to uh, give us a call and, and get on the calendar. I think that sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions, or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here it is. Don't miss the opportunity here to get in and sit down 
put that financial roadmap together, have the conversation about a Roth, have these conversations. It's so important. And it's an opportunity for you to put together that financial roadmap, a true practical financial review. A lot of you are looking for a second opinion. Frisbee and Associates are there for you. They can give you that second opinion. And all you have to do is make that phone call, 800-998-5649. Ten callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you've got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. We need to take a quick break, but we'll come right back and continue our conversation right here on Financial Safari with Lance Gilman. When we come back, we'll answer frequently asked questions, questions that I get all the time, and we'll follow that with a segment on some questions you should be asking your own advisor. Remember that feeling on the last day of school, just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire, if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan, avoiding risk and pitfalls, and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. We're visiting four houses from the ultra-luxurious to the ultra-modest, from historic to the mystique. Let's start with ultra-luxurious. Heading to Asheville, North Carolina to visit Biltmore, built for George Washington Vanderbilt II. It was such a monumental task, a woodworking factory and a brick kiln operated on site, and a three-mile railroad spur was constructed to bring materials to the site. Four acres of floor space, 250 rooms, including 35 bedrooms, also a heated pool, a bowling alley, and a gym. Any visit to the Asheville area needs to include a tour of Biltmore. The ultra-modest, Dias, Arkansas is home to the boyhood home of music legend Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash fans come from all over the world to see this very modest home and learn about Dias Colony. Established as a Depression-era agricultural resettlement community, it's what brought the Cash family here in the 1930s. Efforts to restore the colony began in 2009. Now you can visit Johnny Cash's home and the theater, which is a museum and the visitor center. The historic Monticello or Monticello, nestled in the mountains of Virginia near Charlottesville. It's the beloved home of Thomas Jefferson. The modern look of the home was the result of Jefferson's time as ambassador to France. He was struck with the architecture there. Walk the grounds, go inside. You'll also see Jefferson's inventions or improved upon devices, including a revolving book stand, a copying machine, and a spherical sundial. The Mystique. You'll find the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California. It was once the personal residence of Sarah Winchester, the widow of firearm magnet William Wart Winchester. The story goes that Mrs. Winchester was told by a medium who was supposedly channeling her late husband that she must continuously build a home for herself and for the spirits of people who had fallen victim to Winchester rifles. So in the house, you'll find doors and stairs that go nowhere and other oddities. Your retirement plan can be built just how you want it and based on the lifestyle you want. And be sure to set aside enough to leave your home and visit others on your retirement road trip. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Lance Gilman sitting in for Kevin Frisbee. Kevin taking a little time off as uh, as he is wont to do on occasion. Right, uh, Lance? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's the holidays, like you pointed out earlier. And, uh, you know, there's things that that need to be done. Hard to believe they're upon us here. Steve. Oh, man, I, <laughs> I really know. can't even believe how these. I don't even know where summer went. I know. It's, it's You know, if 2020 Crazy. went slow, 2021 is just zoomed. Oh, that's absolutely true, for sure. The the um, so one of the things that we're going to talk about here is is some of the questions that we talk that you get asked, and I'm sure you get asked these all the time. And I, I like this first one. Um, you know, it's not when can I retire, but how do I retire? I think that's a great question and one that you must get. Oh yeah, we get it all the time, and and of course, it's uh, because again, most of our our clientele are 55 plus. It's something that's on their minds quite a bit. We we have had innumerable people coming forward, um, just wanting to retire. They've just gone through, especially in the medical community and some uh, some of the teaching community. Uh, it's just been a really really hard hard time, of course, as you can imagine, for the medical community uh, and our teachers um, and those who are of retirement age or you know we're maybe hoping to stick it out for another year year or two. Um, kind of seeing what is in front of them, a lot of them are saying, you know what, I, I'm wondering if I can do this and how do I do it? And that is a, that's a huge, huge first question that almost all of the people entering our offices, that's one of the first questions they're going to have. It's on the forefront of their minds. Well, one of the things that you do, Lance, is, is you, you love the challenge of taking those various pieces of the puzzle and putting them together in a way that makes sense for that person or that couple. It's true. It's, it's one of the most, to me, rewarding professions that there is in the world because we help people actually kind of fulfill their dreams and transition. I've had people, Steve, in the office, like literally in tears, um, just because they they were th- hoping to be able to make it work, but they just really weren't sure how to do it. And when you sit down there and you work through what are their budget, what does the budget look like? What does their debt load look like? What are their income sources? And you start to piece this puzzle together, like you just mentioned, Steve. You start to piece this together. They the lights start to go on, and you know they're their faces start to brighten a little bit. And like I said, I've actually had people in tears in the office just saying, we thought it was possible, but now you've confirmed it. And sure. that's a, it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Absolutely. And and so then the big question is, when can I retire? And and I'm, you know, yesterday, perhaps next week? Is that, <laughs> is that soon enough? Yeah, we get that too. We get that. It's just uh, when, what's one of the questions that we typically asked is, is when do you, when would you like to retire? And a lot of people will say that just kind of yesterday. That's, that's one of the comments we get a lot. Sure. I'm sure. Um, but they're concerned. Obviously we talked about some of the concerns, you know, market concerns, inflationary concerns, income concerns. And so that's why sitting down and actually preparing this roadmap and figuring out what, what are their income needs for their retirement, both now and as they transition into retirement, a lot of times most are trying to pare down their debt, which is a huge concern. And also one um, that a lot of people have as a, as a primary goal to get out of debt as much as they can anyway, as they move into that transition and then their retirement. Because if they can get out of debt, 
for most people, for instance, the mortgage alone is going to encompass somewhere between 32 and 38% of their budget. Well, if you take that off the table and that's gone, 32 to 38%, that's a large chunk of money. It's a big hunk of money, yeah. Big hunk of money, gone. Um, and so therefore, you know, providing income to make up for your operational budget is is mitigated to a large extent. Why? Well, because you've, you've paid off that, that large mortgage. Um, and so we help people strategize for that as well. And, and again, so we're talking about frequently asked questions. Uh, then you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta get. So how much do I really need? And and you know, I mean, it's a fair <laughs> right. question, but it's different right. for everybody. That's true. You hear people all the time out there. I I hear some people saying you know, they need a million dollars in their retirement savings. I mean, that's kind of one of the things that you hear frequently. That's absolutely not true. I'm just going to tell you right now. Okay, good to know. So if you had that, if you had that notion in your mind, all right, and you're and you're and you're feeling that you're depressed because you're just how am I ever going to get there? Well, you don't need to hit a certain number. That's not what we're looking for. What we need to do is figure out what are all the moving parts here. What does your budget look like? That's the most critical thing, Steve. The most critical thing is what does your budget look like? What are your inflows and your outflows? A lot of people don't even know where to begin. We have software and different spreadsheets and things that can help a person determine what their budgetary needs are. We're going to start with that, Steve. What do you need? Then we start to build out the rest of the puzzle. What are your income sources? Do you have a pension? Do you have an idea of what your social security looks like? We have software planning tools and build reports for people so that they can maximize their social security benefits. And then, of course, it's what the last piece of the puzzle is what they've saved. And we piece all that together and figure all this out. It's not, it's not rocket scientists, but there is a process. And the process starts with the budget. Absolutely. And, and so if you're, as you start to put this together, then some of these other questions get, get answered automatically when you talk right. about uh, how much will I spend in retirement? Well, how much do you need? You right? How much there do you, you need? Go. And then I like this one, though, too, the, you know, should I retire early or can I retire early? Had a, had a, per, I had a caller, a uh, radio caller uh, just last weekend, Steve, uh, asking this very, very question. We're getting more and more people asking this question that are in their mid 50s and saying, number one, can I? And number two, should I? You know, those are the two back to back. Um, So we can address the first one is is kind of putting all of the pieces of the puzzle together and saying, in this particular case, the answer was a resounding, you ready? Yes. Yes. All right, good. You can do it. Yes. You absolutely can do it now. Should you? Well, uh, that's another that's another question. Um, because the biggest concern, if you're retiring early, for most people anyway, is healthcare. And so we have to have a game plan for healthcare as you transition. But a lot of times, well, you might have a spouse that might be a little bit younger, and so maybe you can get picked up through your spouse's employer plan through work. I don't know. It's an option we can explore, certainly. And then, of course, there's the marketplace as well to look at options for healthcare. And once, if you're in, it's largely, the marketplace is largely based on income. Mm-hmm. So if your income is reducing, 
pretty dramatically, which one would expect as you transition into retirement, then you can be more competitive to get lower rates for your health care. And so so the idea is can you retire early? We're gonna we're gonna address that one and that's kind of just looking at all of the different puzzle pieces together and saying, can you do it? Mm-hmm. Number one, and then should you? Um, and then how can you? And then of course, we're going to enter into that discussion with the the medical coverage as you transition and in, in that gray area, right, Steve, between what would be considered um, leaving the workforce and then Medicare eligibility. Sure. Well, and again, um, let's talk about Social Security. I mean, just sort of tap that one a little bit because, you know, there's obviously some choices to make there. And that really is probably, if not the biggest, one of the biggest decisions that you'll make going into retirement is when to take Social Security because so many people get it wrong, Lance. Yeah, that is true. Social Security, a lot of people feel that a burden hands worth two in the bush. Sure, I've heard get it. that old adage, right? And just I'd rather have the money now and then maybe I've paid in all my life and so people talk about the solvency of social security, we get that a lot. And there's bills before Congress right now that will make social security solvent for the next 100 years. Um they'll do what they need to do to make sure that social security is going to be there for people. Sure. But the question is when you know, uh, and it's not always a simple decision. So with Social Security, you're going to have choices from most people are their their full retirement age is going to be 66 or 66 and change. And if you're born after 1960, it's going to be 67. But you have all of these opportunities from 62 all the way to 70 to file for your social security. And if you are married, then you may even have more options available to you. So it's not an easy situation. After your full retirement age, you have something called delayed retirement credits. And how does that work? So, well, if you take your your social security statement in the upper right-hand column of that statement on the first page, there's a number. That's your full retirement age Social Security amount. That's the amount you're expected to get, one, if you take your benefit at your full retirement age, and two, you basically file to get it in the month and year of that full retirement age. So that number in the upper right-hand column of your statement, that's what that number is. But you can take it as early as 62 with a reduction of somewhere between 25% to 30%. Why are they reducing it? Because you're taking it early. Because you're taking it early. Right? Folks, if you'd like to make it right, now's the time to give uh, Lance a call and get on the calendar. I think that sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, 
a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review plus all the extras that Lynch just talked or that Kevin just talked about. Plus, you'll end up with a roadmap, a guide that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Once again, listeners have been busy submitting questions, my favorite part of the show. When we come back, I'll answer as many as I can as time will allow. He's letting the clock run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. During the 1940s, brothers Harry and Joseph Kaufman, who owned a wholesale candy store in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, acquired a wholesale toy company from a candy client who owed them money for outstanding debts. On September 21, 1946, Kaufman Brothers opened a wholesale toy store, marking the company's entry into the wholesale toy industry. In 1948, Kaufman Brothers Incorporated ended its involvement in the candy business to focus entirely on the toy business. In 1973, the company ended its toy wholesaling to become a shopping mall-based toy retailer known as KB Toy and Hobby, with KB named after the initials in Kaufman Brothers. In 1977, the company name changed to KB Toy and Hobby Shops, Incorporated. The company became a direct competitor to Toys R Us in 1994 when it expanded its mall locations and began opening stores known as KB Toy Works. In December 2000, Bain Capital purchased the company for $305 million in partnership with KB Toy's management team. KB Toys suffered tough competition during the 2003 Christmas season. With $300 million in debt, KB Toys filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in January 2004 and closed more than 600 stores, resulting in layoffs of more than 3,400 of the employees' 13,000 employees. KB Toys exited Chapter 11 bankruptcy in August 2005 with 90% of its ownership under PKBT Holdings, an affiliate of Prentice Capital Management. The company had 640 stores. Because of poor sales at its mall-based locations as well as competition, the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy on December 11, 2008. The chain began going out of business sales that month. KB Toys brand and related intangible assets were sold by StreamBank LLC to Toys R Us on September 4, 2009 for a reported $2.1 million. Strategic Marks LLC, a company that buys and revives defunct brands, registered a trademark for KB Toys in 2016 after Toys R Us allowed the previous registration to lapse. In March 2018, Strategic Marks founder Elliot Kassoff stated that due to Toys R Us going out of business in the United States, Strategic Marks planned to open 1,000 KB Toys pop-up stores across America for Black Friday. In early 2018, Kassoff announced that the relaunch would be delayed until 2019. In March 2019, Kassoff cited a lack of funding as the reason that the pop-up stores did not open as planned. As of August 2020, there has been no news from Strategic Marks about the KB Toys revival. Hey, 
we're back on Financial Safari with Lance Gilman sitting in for Kevin Frisbee this week. And uh, Lance is uh, an investment advisor representative at Frisbee and Associates. Uh, you are, uh, you've got expertise in federal employee retirement and boy, it, it, and in Social Security. We were just talking about Social Security, Lance. That's, a, yeah. I mean, that's an area that I know that there are a lot of financial advisors that one, don't know anything about it and two, won't even talk about it. Yeah, that is something that we've been doing for over a decade now, providing public awareness seminars throughout the state and uh, actually New England and the country whereby people can get help to make those choices. And for most people, that is going to be the first decision that they make in their retirement. And it's just so vital and there's virtually no help out there. And that's why we ended up developing our Social Security Retirement Income Planning Seminar to help people with those choices. So you're doing seminars again, aren't you, Lance? Yes. Oh, it's wonderful. And and people are showing up. I know that uh, oh, Kevin yeah. has been real happy yeah. with the crowds. Yeah, we've, you know, usually, I mean, they're not quite as as robust as they were pre-COVID, but, you know, people are coming uh, 25, 30, 35, uh, pretty common to see those kind of numbers again. That's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's a whole, you know, we tried to do a whole virtual thing there for a while. It's just not the same, Steve. I it remember. It's absolutely not the same. Yeah, exactly. Well, folks, if you want to know more about the seminars and where they are around you, I mean, you do them from one end of the state to the other, don't you? Yeah, we do. Pretty much every six weeks, there's something going on somewhere. All right. 800-998-5649. You can find out there. Also, visit the website, frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits with an S, dot com. You can find information there as well. All right, Lance, let's jump into some of these questions uh, from folks. Uh, Paul is in Lemoyne. He's saying, I'm fairly confident that my dividend-paying stocks will provide income that I need in retirement. But sometimes I wonder if I'm relying too heavily on that plan. Do I need to diversify the income side of my portfolio? Hmm. It's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we do have we have an income producing dividend portfolio as well, and it usually hovers around five six percent something like that, and and it's wonderful, especially for people who are relying on that income. I think the one thing, Paul, that I'd want to know is what the other sources of your income actually are. So, if you're retired, have you you know we just had a long discussion in our last segment about Social Security. Have you have you pulled the trigger on that yet? Uh, do you have pension? Are there, are there any other income sources? Um, because you're right, we, we do want to have some level of diversity when we're pulling our funds out from an income standpoint. And it's nice to be able to, for instance, if it's kind of a sequence of return discussion, but if the markets are lower, you know, we would want to not pull those dividends out, for instance, and then lean have more heavily on other income sources. Um, so we'll want to have that discussion, Paul, and just see what the other income sources are. And if you, if you're relying solely on that, yes, we would want to diversify. Okay, good, good. Uh, 800-998-5649, Paul, if you want to learn a little bit more. Um, Edward is uh, checking in from Gray. Uh, he says, I have an annuity that I'm very pleased with, but I still have about $200,000 sitting in cash. My advisor has suggested that I put that money into another annuity. But I'm not sure that makes sense to have a second one. What do you think? I like that. Hmm. Well, um, yeah, what we would look for in this particular case, Edward, very good question, is the annuity 
side of the puzzle is the fixed side of the puzzle. So whereas what we talked a little bit before, some people were asking about annuities. It's a question we get frequently where people could get a competitive upside with virtually no market risk. That's the idea of annuity. But in order to get that, you have to give something up. People aren't just going to say, okay, yeah, sure. You can get a competitive rate of return and you know full access to your funds. So typically what happens with a lot of annuities, you have to give something up. And what you have to give up in the short run is liquidity. So yeah, and you, would, you can imagine this in your mind because a lot of times you go and you're looking for a higher producing CD, well, in order to get a higher rate, you know, over 1% per say, um, then you might have to go to three, five, seven years of time. And so you're giving up something to get a higher rate of return. And so that's the case with annuity. The fact that you already have a sizable portion of your money in an annuity, we would take a hard look at that second 200,000, I, I think, Edward, and uh, say, well, maybe we could structure those funds um, so that they were in an, an investment account, but maybe on the lower end of risk, like a conservative model. Again, that's going to be tactically managed, but still give you full liquidity to those funds. That's right. probably what we would take a look at for, for you, Edward. Okay. I mean, again, I, I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, I mean, annuities are certainly a, an option, but, uh, you know, again, I think you made a great case there. Um, Edward, it's 800-998-5649. That's the number you can call. Let's see. Let's keep going here. Let's go, let's go to Gary in Argyle. Now, Gary says- Argyle. Wow. You don't see that a lot. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Gary. <laughs> All right. Argyle. Wow. Uh, That's like in the middle of nowhere. Is it? Surprised he even has a reception. He must be on a mountaintop somewhere. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, well, Gary says, I got $60,000 in a savings account, and I also have an IRA. I want to invest the 60000 so that it can grow, but I'm nervous about investing right now. How do, you, how do I invest all or some of that money in a very cautious way? Okay. So in this case, one of the things we're going to look at, and, and this is something that we haven't really talked too much on the show about, at least not in, in this particular show, is we're going to want to look to make sure that all of our clients have an operational reserve. So like an emergency reserve. So that's the first question that I'm going to ask, Gary, is do you have a reserve? And so what we're going to be looking at in that regard is somewhere between three to six months of operational need. So if your operational need is, let's say it's $3,000 a month is what you need for brass tacks just to cover the bills and everything that you need. So we're going to be looking somewhere between nine to 18000 just kind of set aside in an emergency fund. Number one. Okay, so we're going to make sure that you got an emergency button. And then number two, now we're going to sit down and, and have that discussion and say, okay, let's say that we put 20000 aside and that's in our emergency fund. Now we got about 40000 left. What are we going to do with that? Well, we're going to first assess where you are for risk. And it sounds like you're on the lower end of the spectrum. So what we would look at is probably a moderate fund or a conservative fund for you, Gary. Uh, and possibly also entertain... Um, an annuity, a fixed index annuity uh, for maybe some portion of that to just basically, again, have a competitive rate of return with no 
no risk whatsoever. So those are the discussions we'd have. Number one, first of all, emergency fund. And number two, let's figure out where you are for risk and then have that discussion for either a standard moderate or conservatively monitored portfolio with possibly a fixed indexed annuity as well. Sure. I mean, again, so it sounds like t- to me, like you could make that $60,000 really cover a lot of basis for him going into retirement. Absolutely. Yeah. 800-998-5649. Uh, let's see, we got time for one more. Let's go to Lauren. Okay. Um, he's in Bangor and says, what are some ways to minimize my tax liability? Well, we talked a little bit about that just in a raw. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, right. So the the things that we talked about earlier in um, in the show, um, we talked about HSAs. Remember that, and sure. you know that's a real great vehicle um, that you can utilize. You have to have a high deductible health plan in order to contribute to an HSA, but but that is a great way to tuck money away, knowing that most likely you're going to spend it on medical concerns in the future, and when you take that money out. It's also tax free. So you you put it in tax free. It grows tax free, and you take it out tax free. All right. There's a lot of tax frees there. There's a right? lot of tax frees there. Yes. We like that. Um, so that's number one. Number two, um, you could contribute to if your employer offers a 401k. You can contribute up to twenty six thousand dollars per year into a 401k. that's a lot of money off the table from taxation. Um, And that's just your contributions, by the way. That has nothing to do with the employer match. That's just your contributions alone. The other thing, if you don't have a 401k that you could look at is you could contribute to a traditional IRA, which you can contribute if you're over 50, $7,000 per year to a traditional IRA. Um, and then there are also other things. Um, if you have a side gig that we, we didn't really talk too, too much about that, but if you have a side gig and you can structure your business so that you can, uh, contribute to a SEP, you can contribute up to 20, 20% of your net income up to $61,000 into a SEP. So okay. anyway, wow, there's just like some deal. concern. Yeah, there's some some ideas uh, there, Lauren, for you. Happy to help you. We got a limited period of time if we're dealing with employer stuff um, by the end of the calendar year. So if you need some help with that, we'd be happy to help you. Just reach out. Sure. All right. 800-998-5649. And on that note, let's go ahead and throw things over to Kevin one more time for uh, an opportunity to get on the calendar. That sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today... We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 
Hey, folks, don't miss this opportunity. This is the last time today we're going to, you know, let you get together with the team, with Lance, and, and put a financial roadmap together. It's a chance for you to get a true, practical financial review. So if you're listening, give us a call, 800-998-5649. Ten callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review. You will see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll find that you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Call right now, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Lance, as always, it's a pleasure to chat with you, and I know we're going to be talking a little bit more in the new year, so I look forward to that. Likewise, Steve. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. And we're going to come back next week. New topics and questions and more right here on Financial Safari with Lance Gilman. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.